Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. Back on the program. Dan's taking an extra second because he's getting teller tea ready because it's the five o'clock. Oh, hour. nice. You know, you know how we do at five o'clock. Amory Castillo back at the studio. She'll have the podcast up soon for the Walker family. Sydney was very excited, Amory. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm she excited goes, for her. She goes, How long has she been on radio? I go, for a while. She's pretty good. Hi. <laughs> Is there a fellowship amongst you ladies in sports? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Yeah. There's a lot of good. I'll send stuff her way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, it's like, um, I almost feel not like an idiot, but I feel like I don't know how to help all the time when it comes to, like, ladies in sports. Because I think, like, the path I walk, although adjacent to the path you walked, like, it's definitely a different path. Yeah, I'm non. I was non-traditional. Like I didn't go to broadcasting. Obviously, I didn't go to like broadcasting school or study journalism like most women do in my field. Sure. I mostly fell into it because I'm a stand-up. I was a stand-up comedian, and a lot of sports media companies would see me online, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, you have a personality and know a lot about sports. Let's do this." Was it like in your early years of getting into sports media or stand-up comedy? Was it a lot of submittal stuff, or like how did that work for you to like get through doors? Uh, I think what was really cool was the unique was I was a stand-up comedian. I'm saying that that's what got me into doors on TV, yeah. radio, and this was all in New York City. So I was like, really? I thought I had to go get a journalism degree to do this. And I am not hating on anyone that took the traditional path. I just, it kind of just felt, not fell in my lap. I've worked hard, but I'm just saying I took a very non-traditional path and that's okay as well. Just like um, when you had Sydney on, she's been in the medical field and she, she, you got to find whatever lights your you know, lights you up. Oh, here we go. Or makes you feel good, like Teller T Vodka. Teller T joining us on the program. I hope, I hope yeah. that makes sense, though. Like, stand-up comedy is the reason why I was able to get into so many doors mm. and What's pursue a media mm. career. A little Teller T over there? A little Teller T cracker, boy. All right. Thanks for saving me one. Oh, so delicious. You're at the studio. You don't get ABQ Duke's gear or Teller T. Nothing Save me some tickets. All right, hold up. How many you need? Can you save me like six? Six, six tickets? That's a hard oh, ass. Bring my family. Well, I mean, and also we're putting up your Albuquerque Dukes photo. I'm, so I've been going through my scroll and I text my cousin because I have one that's even more epic than that. Oh, so we're going to be hard to beat. How does it get more epic than oh, the last one? Oh, you'll see. It's a surprise. Are your bangs longer? <laughs> no, same. I didn't get rid of those bangs until middle school. <laughs> they were. Uh... Bangs are back, by the way. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm going to cut some next week. Okay. I don't hate that plan. 30 billionaire Royal Rumble. Okay. All right. So I have, I got some rules here. Okay. So you guys traditionally know how the Royal Rumble works. 30 men enter. Not really, but I'll act like I do. 29 of those men are thrown over the top rope. Only one champion remains for a chance to then battle for the World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania. Okay. The basics I got. Thank okay. You. We don't need the last part. Whoever wins this Royal Rumble is the winner. Okay? okay. So we have to pick first 30 billionaires. 
Okay. And then from our selection of 30 billionaires, we have to then decide who, like, the final four it would come down to. And then through chat GPT, we ask it who would win in a fatal four-way of these four remaining billionaires. Okay, so it gets more complicated. Go ahead. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you some very important questions. All right, ask away. Okay, no weapons. Only wrestling-style weapons. <sighs> Only chairs. Yes. Ladders. Yes. Two-by-fours. Uh-huh. Um, staircases. Megaphones. Megaphones. Yes. Okay, and then whatever they bring into the ring with Let's them. Let's the cliche tables, ladders, and chairs. Okay, all right. Yeah. TLC. TLC. All right. Don't go chasing waterfalls in Don't this competition. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Okay, I like that. I'm just gonna okay. write. I'm just gonna write down TLC. Made me really happy doing that. So to start, obviously Elon Musk is in. So we're gonna put him in. All right. Okay? Keep uh, asking questions. We're starting with Zuck and Musk. Yeah, they're in. They're in for sure. Yeah. So now we got 28 to go. Okay. So no weapons. Right. Correct. Okay. So definitely cheating. Oh, 100 percent. Like you got a little piece. You got some some pocket sand. Yeah. You just pull out some pocket sand and. Pff, Blow it in their eyes. Like, that's legal, too. Ah! Yeah. Yeah. Okay, trickery. Trickery. Trickery is involved. Yeah, you can have both Tom and Foolery. Okay, definitely Tom Foolery. Yes. I like this. This is important. Okay. Okay. Also, uh, in our 30-minute Royal Rumble, we're going to put Donald Trump. And we're doing world. Well, first off, he's not a billionaire. Okay, well, according to this Forbes list, he is. Okay. All right. All right. All right, so three down. There we go. Oprah also on the list. Okay, definitely Oprah. You can't do this without Oprah. Is anyone going against Oprah? I don't believe so. I'm putting Mark Cuban on the list. Are you okay, good definitely, with that? No, definitely Cuban. Okay. Is there, are we, are we, am I glancing over anyone? Uh, the Koch brothers. Okay, so this is an interesting one because it's a tag team. Right. We've got to count them as two because it's every man for themselves. Exactly. All right, but I'm, I'm just going to write Koch brothers twice. Okay. Instead of their first. For sure. And they're interesting because they're super old now, but they still present as if they're trying to save the world. Yeah, I, I got you. Present that way. They present that way. Even though they're single-handedly attempting their best to ruin it. Yes. Okay. Speaking of, Richard Branson is going to make the list. I got Branson, too. Okay. So, okay. Richard. Amory, whatever, I know you're putting up the podcast, but if there's anyone that we're missing that you want to make sure gets in on our 30 billionaire Royal Rumble list, Richard Branson on the list. I'm going to I'm going to go a direction I don't think you thought I was going to go. All right. And I'm going to put Kylie Jenner in there. I like it. Okay. Kylie. Okay, now, this is where the powder can help because she has, like, all the makeup stuff. Correct. So she can just, like, shove a bunch of lipstick down mm -hmm. your throat, punch you in the stomach, and then you're choking. So, I mean, there's all kinds. She's got all kinds of weapons. Yes, all okay. kinds. Now, do you want to, if we're going just dollar-wise. Is it, is it Kylie or Kyrie? Kylie. Kylie, okay. Kylie. Kyrie closer today signing a new apparel deal. I don't know how much money he got from China. I don't know what a chin. He, he might be a billionaire now. And maybe in Chinese money. Put him in? A, a yen? <laughs> a, ya, a yang? Okay. Now, do we we automatically just put in Gates and Buffett, right? Gates and Buffett both get in? I don't think it's fair. I think we should put in Gates because okay. I think that he can use his, like, technology and weaponry. Like, he can use something Artificial. In artificial in the TLC realm. Yes, I agree with this. Okay. Jeff Bezos on the list. Gates, Bezos. Now, the problem with Bezos is, physically speaking, he's a stone-cold killer. He's kind of jacked. He's insanely jacked. He's wrestler-adjacent. He's very much wrestler-adjacent. So put him in the list. 
So my name, if you're not watching right now. now I'm putting on, Buffett in, even though you didn't say yes. On Facebook Live, I said I'm War Van Buffett today. And I said I'm not going to rumble. Because I think he's a man of peace and tranquility. Because he lives in Nebraska. I don't think he would join the rumble. I vote to X out Warren Buffett. Well, I think Plus, he, he's like 130 years old. Well, I'm going to tell you this. I think we're not going to X him out, but there's a strong chance he's the first eliminated. Okay. Yeah. All right, I'll give you that. Yeah, in a pacifist approach, I just don't think he would let the event go on without his involvement. Uh, or a commentator? Uh, I will commentate. That will be me. Okay, a little self-serving. That's fine. Mike Jordan. Okay, Michael Jordan for sure. Okay. Okay, Mike Jordan. I'm writing this down as well. Now, do you want to put like his well, we gotta doppelganger? Go, we got to go goat talk. We do. And put LeBron in we as gotta well. We got to put LeBron in. Okay. okay so LeBron's in because he's a billionaire too. Are you getting an ongoing count? Yes, I have a count going. Okay, good. Taylor, Taylor Swift is a billionaire now. Put her in. She's number 15. T Swift is in. All right, Kyrie versus T Swift. Wait, now, when did Kyrie get in? Kyrie Jenner? Kylie Jenner. That's, that's what a, I said. Yeah, that's a lady. Now, I'm going to put in Michael Bloomberg, unless you guys have a big issue with that. I think he's in the mix. Well, he would be like the publicist of the thing. I he? don't know. There'd be a cool moment when him and Trump square off against each other mid-ring, and I don't want the audience to be able to miss that. I'm putting Bloomberg in. That's not bad. Yeah, I got him on the list. The list is coming together, what I would say, very well. Really fast, too. Now, do we want to go with all four Walton kids? That, there's your fatal four-way. You have to have a fatal four-way with the Waltons to see who gets in. That's like an entry match. It's right. like the, the first four. All right, so Jim Walton, he's in. He's like the oldest one. Rob Walton is the second one, to my understanding. Now, there's a lady involved, too, right? I thought she runs the whole thing. Isn't she the brains behind the operation? Alice. Everyone else is just cash and checks. So we're going to put Alice in the mix, too. So Alice Walton is in, and that leaves just one Walton spot left, and you want to go with, like, the highest money, that's Lucas. He's the youngest one, but he's in, too. I don't Bill think Bill Walton's kid? Luke Walton? Are you getting those people mixed up? No, Luke Walton is also a Walmart. There's thing. two Luke Waltons? I'm assuming, yes. And actually, that might be good for the Rumble. All right, yeah. So the music starts, the Walmart theme music, and then... It's actually the Lakers intro music. And then much like... You know, your secret secret guy coming out in WWE. I don't know. What is that called, Fred? When the, the other guy comes out? What do you call that? Out of nowhere. Yeah. The out of nowhere. <laughs> out of nowhere, the wrong Luke Walton comes out. Seven and a half foot tall, Bill Walton's boy, Luke Walton. Disgraced Lakers coach, Luke Walton. Speaking of basketball, Phil Knight, we're going to put him in? Oh, I got Phil Knight. He's one of my first five. Oh, okay. So yeah, Phil, he's in for sure. Phil Knight is in on the billionaire Royal Rumble showdown that we have created and are currently uh, we're populating to pick the victor because we need to go one better than a and then a straight throwdown between Mark Zuckerberg and Elon Musk on the most boring sports day of the year. Okay, the days that the ESPYS run because <laughs> no one cares. No one. I got an honorable mention here, and I'm going to put it up to you, A. Marie. It's either yes or no, your decision. Kanye West. But he's no longer a billionaire. He's no longer a billionaire. Much like Trump, he says he is. He says he is. Okay. 
According Wait, to Forbes, so Kanye versus who? Do you put Kanye West in the billionaire mix, or does he not make the cut? Oh, I think he makes the cut. I do too. Name, all right, so Kanye is Just in. for name recognition? When he's adjacent to billionaire. He was. We A recent billionaire is included? This is fine. I'll allow it. I'm not saying they're not included. Okay. Let's put Kanye in just for fun. Now, what we haven't made mention of. How can you have a Royal Rumble without Kanye, man? Rupert Murdoch or no? Definitely Murdoch. All right, Murdoch. Yeah. Not not Murdoch from the A-team. No. Rupert Murdoch. Now, we could have just picked the 30 NFL owners. Oh, we put in Jarrah for sure. Jerry Jones is in. Jerry gets in. Now, I think Jim Ursay is in, too. How do you feel about that? Okay, I was going to wait till the end for him. Oh, okay. Because I think he should be the 30th man in because dude is jacked, and he's got some special powers, and that special power is the power of cocaine. (laughs) So I definitely like Jim Ursay for sure. I was going to save that one, but let's throw him in now. He also super overpaid for Kurt Cobain's guitar one time. Oh, really? And I think that he's got like a huge, I don't know if you know this, he has like a huge like musical like Smithsonian thing that he personally owns, like Elton John's pianos and stuff, and he travels it around the country and shows it off as like a traveling museum. Well, I mean, you've got to have something to do with your free time when you're not ruining the Colts organization. Stan Kroenke. You sure you want him in? I know how I feel about this. Okay. <laughs> All right, what are we up to? You got the count. 26. So we need four more billionaires. And, like, and it's getting tight because our list is good. All right, so I got one you might know of, okay. might not know of. All right, give it to me. Carlos Slim Hilu. Who is that? He was the richest man in the world for like 12 years. All right. I like him because he's, I think he's our only Mexican on the list. I do feel that we were leaning towards United Statesian. Yes, very. Very much. Mm-hmm. But I think worldwide, there's a lot of like Russian. So just like every WWE generation has to have at least one luchador, yeah, Carlos Slim Helu will be our luchador. All right, so we have three more. What about Tiger Woods? I like it a lot. Oh, yeah. Put him in. Okay. All right. Tiger is in. So, I mean, it's basically there's two left. What about, this might not be fair, Floyd Mayweather. Is he a billionaire? Yeah, I'm looking up the richest athletes. Billionaire athletes, yeah. Now, Forbes doesn't have him on my list. Yeah. But. Uh, but, Well, there's, on this list, there is Michael, these, uh, your boy. Okay, so Michael Jordan, obviously, where he said that. Cristiano Ronaldo, Tiger Woods. Hold on, Ronaldo, I think, is it. Ronaldo. Ronaldo is it. Messi or Messi. Right, so Messi, Roger Federer. No, Messi's not on the list. He's not on the Floyd, list. Floyd Mayweather. May- May- He's a millionaire. He's not a billionaire. I have no, the 30th entrant. This just says eight billionaires in 2023. Here's the 30th entrant. Okay. And it's for two reasons. Number one, we wouldn't be having this conversation without him. Okay. Number two, we need someone with some experience. And I'm talking about Vincent Kennedy McMahon. 
I, I was Smart. waiting. I was waiting for that, by the way. Okay. So we have our contestants. And whenever we get back from the break, Elon Musk, we'll go over the list when we get back. So when we get back from the break, our 30 contestants start the 30-man billionaire Royal Rumble, and we whittle it down to the final four, where we then leave it up to artificial intelligence to pick the survivor of this group. This is gold. It's not the worst sports day of the year right now. You're welcome, Albuquerque. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right, so we're going over all the billionaires that we want in our 30-man billionaire Royal Rumble. And while we were so excited about doing it, what we didn't do, which was stupid, was we didn't check the live texter. Uh, who had some fantastic examples. There are some, now, some of them we already have on here. Correct. So maybe they just got them in a little bit early. So we have some of them on here. But there's, I think there's two here, Van. And we're going to need to pull, we're going to need to bump some people. Because I think we missed some important billionaires in our Royal Rumble. I'm going to go from one, from one friend of the show, 1154. We need the Sacklers. We do need some Sacklers. Yes. Yeah, because... Every wrestling match needs a bad guy. Correct. And they are some of the worst people in the history of the world. Correct. Question is, who do we bump? This is interesting because we currently have a fire list. Do you need the list? I have it right here. Okay. So the list goes like this. Musk, Zuck, Trump, Oprah, Cuban, Coke Bro 1, Coke Bro 2, Richard Branson, Kylie Jenner, Gates, Bezos, Buffett, Jordan, LeBron, T-Swift, Bloomberg, for the Walton kids, Phil Knight, Kanye, Murdoch, JJ, Jerry Jones, Jim Irsay, Stan Kroenke, Slim, Tiger Woods, Ronaldo, and Vince McMahon. Now, I think I know who needs to be out right now for one of the Sacklers because there's like a bunch of Sacklers. Yeah. But I just want the weird young kid one. Sure. I don't know his name. That's fine. I'm going to do, I'm going to dump Luke Walton. Because there was already confusion. On the- I think only one Walton should be represented anyways. Okay, so Luke's out. Okay, Luke's out. All right, so we're going with the Sackler. So he's in. So then you're thinking we get rid of Rob or Jim because we're going to leave Alice Walton. We leave Alice Walton. Because she's like the figurehead. Correct. Okay, so Rob or Jim. Also, we need some ladies represented. We do in this need thing. some ladies. We That's got a- Oprah and Alice Walton. That's it. Kylie Jenner. And- Tay-Tay. Oh, Kylie. Oh, Tay-Tay. And- and- yeah. yeah, Tay-Tay. Is that the same as Taylor Swift? Yes. Okay. Okay, good. So, all right, so this other one, which I think is maybe the best recommendation, and we missed it, and I'm sorry. El Chapo. Okay, this is so good. (laughs) Okay, we not only do we get one bad guy, we got two bad guys. So Jim or Rob Walton, which one do you want out? I only want Alice in this thing. You only want out. All right, so Rob's out. Get rid of another Walton. All right, so then for my personal texter. Okay. Friend of the show, friend in real life, Kyle Biederwolf. Okay. He says we're idiots for not putting Jay-Z in here. Okay, we got Kanye. We do. We, I was going to say we need a little hip-hop representation. We have Kanye, not a real billionaire anymore. Jay-Z, a very real billionaire. But I think we need Kanye for another bad guy. He's not a businessman. He's a business man. Jim Walton is out for Jay-Z, the way I see it. Okay, I like so that a lot. So we're down to just Alice Walton. And I got another suggestion from the personal text line, and okay. this personal text line is uh, me. 
Got, okay. That's, right, that's a weird way to package your own and idea. I didn't want Warren Buffett in this whole time. You, you had mentioned. Okay. I don't think he wants any part of it. Okay. Warren Buffett's one of the only good billionaires. All right? And I got a suggestion. All right. We don't even got to scratch the last name. We just scratch the first name. Yep. And we put in Jimmy Buffett. He's not a billionaire. This year, Jimmy Buffett became a billionaire. He's in the official Forbes list of billionaires. What about Rihanna? Jimmy Buffett. Hold up. Hold up. We need another lady. Ranking on the Forbes list of billionaires at 2,591, sitting with exactly, according to Forbes, $1 billion. Jimmy Buffett is on the list? Told you. Tried to told you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He's not just wasting away, Fred. This he's, is not, a, he's not out there looking for his law shaker assault. He's out there making that money, son. This is incredible. Dude, Jimmy Buffett fans are legit, too. Legit they, they what? stay loyal. He is. And he the, performs all the time. He has multiple festivals. He has his own island. I've been in multiple airports with friggin' Margaritavilles. This dude is hand over fist raking in the dough off of a fake lifestyle. That I'm in love with. Jay-Z, number 12. I do like flip-flops. All right, so Rihanna is also a billionaire. Okay, who do we bump for Riri? All right, this is a good question here. I feel, I feel like Riri could throw it down. I agree, and she's got 1.4, which is more than Kanye, who's not even a billionaire. We've, for some reason, let into the billionaire Royal Rumble. I say he's, we bump he, Kanye. He's got to go. Yeah. Let's bump Kanye for Riri. This is incredible to me. Okay, so Rihanna is in, Kanye is out. Now, are there any other? Speak now or forever hold your peace, friends of the show. We need to know. Are there any other? 505-246-0610. Because we're going to take one segment off. And we're going to sit down with our friend Eric Serta. We're going to talk to him about what's going on here in the community. There's some fun stuff going on with youth football. We're going to... Talk to he about different ways to help the development of athletes in New Mexico. And that's going to be a chance to do what, Van? Process this. Yeah. Because we are currently sitting at a, li- a banger list of 30 billionaires that are going to compete in a Royal Rumble. I'm in. This is going to be so much fun. The list as it stands. Musk, Zuck, Trump, Oprah, Cuban, the older Coke bro, the younger Coke bro, Richard Branson, Kylie Jenner, Gates, Bezos, Buffett, not Warren, Jimmy, mm-hmm. Jordan, LeBron, T-Swift, Bloomberg, Jay-Z, El Chapo, Alice Walton, the figurehead of the Walmart Foundation, one of the Sacklers, we don't care which one, Phil Knight, Rihanna, Murdoch, Jerry Jones, Jim Irsay, Stan Kroenke, a guy named Slim. I don't know what his odds are at this, but I would say they are his name. Okay. They are his name. Tiger Woods, Ronaldo, and Vincent Kennedy McMahon. It's a great list. We did not put Shad Khan. Another man of peace. I wouldn't have put him on the list. Okay. That mustache does not do rumbles. We're going to sit down and talk a little local area youth sports. Whenever we get back, we're going to have a lot of fun with that. We're going to laugh a lot. It's two men on live from the Albuquerque Dew Store. Come down. So many people come down today, which has been really nice. It's obviously retro night this upcoming Saturday night. Come hang out with the boys, get some Dukes tickets, pick up some Dukes gear. Everyone's walked out with a bag full Kind of a fun thing. I don't know if they're saving 10%. Can you write any checks yet, Van? Oh, we got a 
cash them checks at the end of the program. Two minutes. Once on. I get the total. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. This report. Welcome back to the program. Welcome back to the ABQ Duke store, the intersection of Central and Carlisle. Yeah. Let's go. Join us on the program. My the new president. best friend. Okay. <laughs> we talked two seconds off the air. That's week. a low bar. Immediately your best friend just because he's a Vikings fan? Yes, that's yeah. how it works. That's okay, exactly no, you're right. I'm friends with every ginger, too. You're pretty ginger adjacent, so never mind. He's my best friend, Amory. The NFL is now in New Mexico with NFL flag. NFL Raiders team. They are coached by Jeff Holen and Eric Serta. Let's go. Yeah. Thank boys. You. Thank you. All right, so we get a lot of these kind of requests where it's like, hey, how, uh, we got a thing going on, help our thing, whatever, we're excited about it. And the problem that I personally have with youth football is I don't think it's managed correctly. I need good coaches. I need good kids. I tell you what, I need a certain age level for kids to get into real contact, and that's why I love flag football so much, boys. Talk to me about the Raiders team. Talk to me about the kids that are playing it. And talk to me about the benefits of learning the game outside of helmets and pads. Absolutely, man. Be happy to to tell you all about it. So, um, you know, Eric and I, we coach uh, 10U Raiders here in New Mexico. Um, We've been coaching uh, together for a little over two years. Okay. Um, uh, Eric actually coached my son when he was six. He's 10 now. So he's been even doing it a little longer than me. And, um, you know, when we got together to, uh, to coach this team back in Back in 8U, it was just kind of the, the other coach was leaving, and I saw an opportunity, and I was like, let's, let's get after it. And uh, I couldn't really agree with you more, you know, with, um, with uh, you know, the flag football specifically. I wanted to be able to, you know, expose my son to football and to, you know, all the benefits that, that I receive from it. Yeah. Right? And, um, and also compete you know, at a high level. I don't know if you've ever been to a flag game. Uh, yeah, I've been to many. Yeah. You yeah. have? You yeah. have? Awesome. So they're, they're pretty high-flying and fast, man. It's all route running. It's all, you know, fundamentals from the, from the backfield, basically seven-on-seven, seven, right, for anybody that knows what that is, right? And, um, you know, the, the kids get after it. They really do. Um, and we have some excellent kids, and you mentioned that as well. Van and I go every year to the Super Bowl, and they have oh, cool. set up at the NFL Experience – where, how many kids do you think are out? Hundreds? Hundreds. There are hundreds of kids out there Absolutely. playing the flag football game and the indoor, like, like NFL quality turf, not last Super Bowl quality turf. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Traditional quality <laughs> turf. But they, they're, they're in there. And uh, they play from the moment the NFL experience opens at, what, 9 a.m. on Thursday until it closes at 9 p.m. on Saturday before the big game on Sunday and continuing. It is just packed the whole time. So, yes. your Raiders, guys. Yeah. Right on, Raiders. Raider Nation. Raider Nation. <laughs> I mean, there's obviously a reason why you named the squad the Raiders. <laughs> of course, that's like my favorite team. So, you know, I don't want to like, make you guys lose anybody uh, listeners, but, you know, I could do the Raiders chant, you know. It's, I don't even know what it is. All right, we got Raiders. Uh, okay. <laughs> make them stop. I think we just – the amount of fans that we lost is probably the same amount that we just gained <laughs> yeah. from having a Raiders fan on the program right now. Where, where did your, your, your community service come from? I, would, I know you love football, you know, behind the scenes. I know you in real life. You're a friend in real life. And, you know, you told me you're doing this, and I'm like, hey, i got to put you guys on. Let's help you guys. Let's get the word out on these amazing kids and what you're doing. So – I was I was um, asked by um, back in the day when my son was five, I got a text and asking if I would be willing to coach because they needed a coach for. I mean, they're low on coaches sometimes, you know, sure, in sure. these areas. So they needed a coach in the Northeast Heights. 
So I was like, well, my son's on the team. They're like, if we don't have a coach, we don't have a team. Oof. So kind of like stepped fun, up. Got, yeah, stepped up and was like herding cats, you know, doing a five, five and under. So trying to try or six and under trying to get these kids uh, lined up. And it was really, it was really tough. Well, and that's the world of coaching soccer, right? It's like those who really want to do it, they're able to do it. Right. But often it's those who are asked to do it, you know, and that's, and, that, and you don't necessarily know how rewarding coaching is. And maybe previously in your youth years, you were a player, maybe high school, maybe even collegially. And you didn't know that there was a little bit of that itch on you that needed to be scratched. And I don't necessarily know your entire story, Eric, your entire story, Jeff, but obviously you guys are familiar with the game. You played the game growing up a little bit. Is coaching giving you the same return and benefit as whenever you were playing? Uh, it, it has given me more, yeah. to be completely honest with you. You know, the fulfillment that I get from it is seeing these kids grow. You know, it, jumping in early, you know, and when he was asked, and it was kind of the exact same situation for me. But having the having the kids and seeing them grow, you know, every single season, um, you know, not just as athletes, but really as young men, honestly, at this point, you know, 10 years old, um, they are, uh, you know, head and shoulders from, from where they were and, you know, we we grown this team from. I mean, <laughs> Eric's first season. I don't think we won a single game. Oh, good. You know what I mean? And it's <laughs> like, hey, that's character building, man. And you know, you was take that the, the coaching, licks. the coaching, or the talent? I like, think what? it was a little bit of. Uh, oh, no, it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. No, it was. It was probably was. Um, it was honestly learning, right? Learning from your mistakes. And we've right. we've we've uh, been to like the Super Bowls, and we've lost. And we've lost playoff games, but it's all about growing, right? And I think we're growing along with these kids, which is kind of cool. And it, but like you said, it's more than coaching, right? I get more fulfillment of teaching them the life lessons. Like, what do you do when you lose in life? Like, sure. do you keep going? What do you, you know? But these kids are, I couldn't ask for a better bunch of kids. They're so humble. Well, and you know? the, how cliche it is, right, Van? But the, the best part about, like, youth athletics is not practice and it's not the games, but it's birthday parties and it's sleepovers and it's riding your bike around the neighborhood. And it's building that fellowship that lasts for so very long. And you guys, you take that on the road because you guys, you don't necessarily play your games here. You play in the Denver region, right? So it, it's headed up to Colorado. It's doing some things up there. You're playing teams from other parts of the country, but there's a cost involved with this, isn't there? So if you go to helpyourboys.com right now, B-O-I-S, helpyourboys.com, it redirects to a GoFundMe that you guys have set up for your product where you can, if you're a friend of this show and want to support you guys are supporting youth here in New Mexico, uh, and it's any amount of, you know how GoFundMe works. I'm not painting the picture yeah. on people. But, yeah, go right now. Uh, check it out. Go, go anytime. Helpyourboys.com, B-O-I-S, and, and just go and give to the kids a little bit. Help out. What does that money go to, that the Raiders, whenever you guys collect it? How does it help the kids? It's going to go directly to each player and getting them there, covering the hotel stay for the player and their family, right, and um, covering the cost of the flight to get the player and their family oh, to the tournament. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not like going to some tournament with a bunch of, you know, um, you know, 16-year-old kids, right? Like they're 10 years old. They need their, you know, yeah. their family around them, right? So, yeah, it's that, that, that's really the associated cost, and that's really what we're trying to do is, is make sure that everybody can go. So you mentioned the Denver tournament. The 10 players that we played with, are the 10 players that we have to go to the NFL flag championships at the Pro Bowl with. Oh, and to so. mention, too, there are uh, we do have a few females on the team. Yep. And there, awesome. And there is a couple that went with us um, on the on the different trip, but they're all they're all uh, excellent, excellent athletes. Absolutely. And when you guys travel, you're doing just like old country buffet and kids eat for free. So there's a lot of like savings <laughs> there. That's how you guys get through this whole thing. I love everything about it. 
Eric Serta and Jeff Pullen joining us. We're talking about NFL flag. That's a really good brand to be associated with. And what does that take? What, is it reaching out to the NFL? Did they come to Albuquerque and try to establish themselves? How did you find the validity of such a good organization to make sure that these kids are on the right path? Absolutely. So we are blessed to be a part of the NFL Flag New Mexico League. Yeah. It's uh, ran by uh, Owen Pena and his wife, Alicia. They do a fantastic job, and uh, they've actually helped and been a part of the flag football here from really early on. And uh, he just saw, you know, some of the faults in some of the leagues that existed and wanted to just do it better. Mm -hmm. And he actually reached out to NFL Flag and um, started the, uh, the local uh, league here from them. That's exactly how it goes. And it's really just about having a, having a group, um, you know, to start with. And uh, he had, I think in, our, in the first season, I want to say it was real close to 30 teams mm-hmm. um, that he had, uh, you know, worked hard to, to get There's such you know, a to that brand that validity to Absolutely. have that governing body. I mean, not only you guys, you know, teaching fellowship to these kids, teaching teamwork, teaching a, an activity, keep them, you know, keeping them active, keeping them off the streets in this hot Albuquerque yeah. summer, Under, right? Underneath this heat dome. But you're mm-hmm. building core memories. Like, That's you can right. take these kids to the friggin' Pro Bowl to play in a national tournament. How yeah. cool is that for these kids? Uh, it's amazing, man. I, I, uh, I told the kids right before the game, the, the last championship game that we played, I was like, I don't remember very much as a 10-year-old child, right? Sure. Uh, you know, and I looked at Eric and I said, right, coach, what do you remember as 10? And he looked Long at his, his brother-in-law and, and he goes, something's something ridiculous. And, uh, and I go, regardless of how you play this game, right, you're going re- you know, to remember it. You're going to remember if you left it all out there, or you're going to remember if you didn't. And that's really... The, the, the thing that we go to teach these kids is that efforts, what matters, you know, win, lose, or draw, that's the most important thing. Van, have you seen one of these things in person? Have you seen, like, the gear these kids wear and stuff? Oh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. Oh, they're so swagged Dude, out, too. It's so cool. Eric, talk a little bit about, like, the pride that 10-year-old kid has the first time he puts on his or her jersey and they stand in front what do they do they stand in front of the full body mirror and they just they just look and bask and love it you've seen it with your own kids oh yeah it's um the nerves right they get just as nervous you think that they wouldn't even care right but they get just as nervous playing that game because they want they're playing in front of their parents they're playing in front of other parents and they just want to do everything we we teach them they just want to do the right thing and um, I think that's 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 another battle as being a coach is can you know it's not just physical right it's all about the mind game too like what that brings into football um, and playing chess not checkers right in the, on the field so it's it's trying to trick your opponent that way and um, just keeping them in line and good sportsmanship you know like just keeping them I think that's the biggest thing is just being able to congratulate the other person the other team for doing good um, I think a lot of coaches kind of um, they lose track of that, and it's all about winning. Right. And that's not what it actually is about. It's and about just teaching these kids how to deal with life. NFL, Love that. NFL flags 10U. Raiders flag football team is trying to reach their dreams. You can help them reach their dreams at helpyourboys.com, helpyourboysboys.com. It will redirect you to their GoFundMe, which will put them hopefully well on their way to helping these kids travel a little bit and represent New Mexico on a national stage. Thanks for coming out, boys. Thank you. Can I uh, just do one shout-out? Um, our our other coach, Marco DeLeon, he really helps us out a lot. Okay. So, he, um, yeah, big supporter. Yeah, he's, he doesn't even have to be out there, and he does. So Sure. Friend of the show, Marco. Let's go. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Whenever we get back, we continue our 30 billionaire Royal Rumble. <laughs> this is a real 
sports segment <laughs> on the worst sports day of the year today. In your opinion, we get to do the 30 billionaire Royal Rumble. I think it's fantastic. Live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. That is today located at the Albuquerque Duke store. Come down, 10% off merch. Van will make up for that 10% out of his own personal Ugh. pocket. The intersection of Central and Carlisle get your gear for this Saturday night as it's retro night at Albuquerque, uh, excuse me, at Rio Grande Federal Credit Union Field, Isotopes Park. As the Isotopes no longer exist on Saturday, they are the Dukes again. Get out there and enjoy that. And after you do, why not both, Van? Come see me and all my best friends at the historic El Rey Theater for Duke City Championship Wrestling this Saturday night. Do not forget that at 5 o'clock we opened our Teller Tees from Teller Vodka. Mm -hmm. I would have had one this afternoon when I was having lunch at the 66 Diner, but I was so hot because of the heat dome. I went milkshake. Okay. I'm going to write this down. I'm going to Google heat dome. It's, a it's real another thing. thing that Fred made up. It's, uh, we're under a heat dome, boys. Okay. Don't know, if, don't know if everyone knows that. We're currently. I love the heat. It's. Thank you. <laughs> Big Jimmy Buckets guy. That's a good answer. Super good answer. And don't forget, <laughs> today's I-9 Varsity is the I-9 Varsity of people more boring on the microphone than Derek Jeter, Alex Rodriguez, and Big Poppy. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. That's Mike saying good morning. It's That's called an audible. Audible. That's what we did during the break. We called an audible. That's what we went with. Joining us on the program, this is going to be a lot of fun. Apollo and Caden, yeah. who are both 10 years old, both play for the 10U Raiders, came down with their parents, Eric and Jeff, and they are uh, two best friends. Apollo and Caden, welcome to the show, guys. What's up, dudes? <laughs> What's up is the go-to 10-year-old energy. Okay, so Apollo and Caden, you guys both play offense and defense for the Raiders. Correct. Apollo, which one do you prefer, offense as a wide receiver or defense as a cornerback? Defense as yeah. a cornerback. What about Ooh. it? Um, I don't know. I just feel like you don't have as much responsibilities. Oh, okay. Oh. Same. You're going to love that in life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talking about life lessons <laughs> from Pops earlier. Yeah. And, Caden, you're more of an offensive guy. Definitely. Yeah. What do you enjoy most about playing wide receiver? Apparently, I'm really good at catching the football. So That's I am, a good answer. I am a mostly wide receiver, but I just like because my quarterback is like – a pretty good accurate like he throws really like accurate oh how great so i i really i really like that and i really want to be i really enjoy being receiver okay so apollo you like defense what's your favorite position probably cornerback that's the sexiest on the defense that's right? the best one. that's the coolest that's one the on the defense one. for who, sure who is who, the nfl guy that you try to play like who's the guy you watch play on sundays that you think i want to play like him Diggs? I don't know. That's a good answer. Oh, a good yeah, answer. Obviously a cowboy answer there. I mean, you would say a Raiders player, but there's no good Raiders players. That's right? the problem. That's, yeah. what's, that's yeah. what slows you. <laughs> I, I don't really know much about the players. I just watch it. Just loving the cool. game. Yeah. And then, Caden, is there a player that you try to play like as a wide receiver? Or is there a guy uh, that's really impressive? Okay. Oh, bro, there you go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Do you also think that Kirk Cousins is a bad quarterback? He's mid. <laughs> okay, first right of all, there. that is very, I agree with Even him. a 10-year-old knows how average Kirk Cousins is, Amory. 
Apollo and Caden <laughs> I, I never us. said he was above average. Okay. Uh, joining us on the program. Now, all right, so were you were you two 10-year-old best friends, best friends before uh, football? Well, uh, we played um, in six years, so like six. Like we were both six and we like first met because he was the coach of our very like first, well, our together very first team. Oh, how cool. And it's just been inseparable ever since? Yeah, we've yeah. mostly been together on the same team for four years so van you know what that means mm. that's four years worth of birthday parties yeah you get two a year one you get caden's birthday and you get apollo's birthday that's a, is that a lot of sleepovers uh we haven't oh. really gone yet okay yeah. so but is that oh well there was COVID. i forgot about COVID. oh yeah. yeah yeah hinkle family fun center i'm sure you guys do oh, that yeah yeah, yeah. no that's super sweet dude roller king you guys go down and do the roller skating mm. We haven't done that yeah, together yet, but... What is your dad's Hold problem? On. Milkshakes at the 66 Diner dads over yeah. there? Come on. The move? Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the trampoline park? Uh, okay. Yeah, All right, dudes, real quick. You beat an undefeated team that hadn't lost in two years in the championship game 14 to nothing. The second the ref blew the whistle, how did you guys feel? I was super excited, even though I wasn't playing. I, was, <laughs> I think I had more nervous, like, since I was watching my team and I wasn't even playing. I was way more nervous when I was doing that. And, like, it just felt really good to, that you just you know that, like, small state in New Mexico came all the way out to Denver, Colorado, and just beat a bunch of teams, that, and especially that team who came all the way from Seattle, Washington, to try to play us, and we're just, we're just better than that. All right, so... Uh, this these dorks from Seattle didn't score a single point, so that means you locked them down, right, Apollo? Yeah, our defense was better than our offense, I'd have to say. Yeah. <laughs> also, Apollo uh, plays offense as well. Yeah, for sure. So this is a, all right, Apollo, what number do you wear? Uh, I wore 15 during the tournament. Super good number. That's a very good number. And, Kata, what number do you wear? I wore 17 during the tournament. Both excellent. Just good to, yeah, yeah, these are very good. You play offense or defense. And then I, I just love everything about it. All right, boys, your favorite football memory before we go to the commercial break. What, oh. what is your favorite memory from playing this game for the last four years? Ten-year-old Apollo and ten-year-old Caden joining us on the program. Uh, it's hard. Um, blocking. Uh, <laughs> blocking a 30-yard pass. Oh, that's pretty Ooh, sweet. Okay. Nice. Good Showing answer. his teamwork there. I mean, like, probably – Scoring one of my very first touchdowns. Yeah, there you go. That's a special moment. Did Gritty you have a touchdown celebration for your first touchdown? I was only like seven years old, so I, <laughs> I didn't really know most of, like much about. But now do you That's gritty? That's more my brother style. Oh, okay. You're humble. You just hand the ball to the ref and go about your business. Oh, uh, yeah. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Marie, did we, we didn't mean to cut you off. What was that? No, I was asking if he gritties. Oh, have you grittied? Uh, once or twice. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the go-to one now, right? Like all, oh, the, yeah. all the kids. The you and you guys play other sports too, right? It's not just football. Uh, I, I mean, I played soccer for a little bit. Love it, versatile kids. Apollo and Caden, thank you so very much for taking the time with us. We're gonna go to break. When we get back, we continue our Royal Rumble talk. It's two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal.